Today we're talking Instagram, one of the world's best photography tools, and how it may have changed photography. Instagram is and how to use Instagram but for those of you that have been living under a rock and did not know or do not know what Instagram is Instagram is a photo and video sharing social network owned by Facebook Inc originally it wasn't it was just a photo um, app sharing social media, uh, social network owned by somebody else. It was created by Kevin Sistrom and Mike Kakarik. Now, I apologize if I'm getting those names wrong, <coughs> which I probably am because I am rubbish at reading names and pronouncing names and da da da. And they launched the app in October of 2010 exclusively on iOS. Now, just like everybody does, they make their apps first for iOS, which seems stupid to me when Android was around because Android's used on so many more phones and you could get distributed further. But anyway, that's a different matter entirely. A version for Android devices released two years later in April of 2012 followed by a feature limited website interface in November of 2012 and for and apps for Windows 10 mobile and Windows 10 in April of 2016 and October of 2016 respectively okay the app allows users to upload photos and videos to the service which can be edited with a variety of filters now i (coughs) was probably one of the first because i was looking for an instagram or sorry um a photo app that i could share my photos with rather than using Flickr and thing And when it first came out on Android, because I'm not an iOS user and will never be an iOS user, um, I think I was one of the first people to use it on on, uh, uh, Android. Now, I have had to have several different accounts because they've updated it and had to remove some accounts and da-da-da-da. <clears throat> but I have an account that's working now and it's called Be It Me Not You, which you can go and follow. Um, and basically, when the app first came out, there was 
only about say about six to seven filters it did not upload videos only pictures and double tap did not exist uh, with various filters and organized with tags and location information now the tags and location information have been there from the start and accounts posts can be shared publicly with pre-approved followers meaning that you can share it just between your friends if you wanted to users can browse other users content by tags and locations so for example if you tagged your photo dogs that will go into the search term dogs on uh, Instagram and people can search and dogs will see your post uh, for example you could put the location as London England United Kingdom so your picture would come up under that location what it is and the browse with the tags and locations and view trending content so view the most popular content Users can like photos and follow other users and add their content to a feed. Meaning that you can go along and uh, add photos to your own feed. You can follow people. You can comment on their work. You can like their work. You can... And all that jazz. <clears throat> the service was originally designated... Oh, distinguished... By allowing content to be framed in a square, one by one ratio aspect. But these recreations were aced in 2015. The service also allowed messaging features. The ability to include multiple images or videos in a single post. As well as stories. So... Basically, in 2015, Instagram then upgraded their app and websites to include uh, direct messaging, DMs, uh, allowed guys to then start sliding into girls' DMs on Instagram. Um, well, you know, as soon as you hear DM, that's exactly what happens now. Um, and then they introduced multiple pictures and videos, meaning that they, they then in one post you could add up to, I believe, five photos uh, into a post so you can share a sort of story in the post. <clears throat> then they kind of nicked um, Snapchat's stories feature which you know the 10 second little stories you could post this allowed instagram users to do the same and unlike i ripped down in here similar to snapchat which allows users to post photos and videos in a sequential feed with each post accessible by others for 24 hours each now they have got a feature as well called highlights which means if there is a story that you created that you want to not disappear you add it to your highlights after the launch in 2010 instagram rapidly gained popularity 
with 1 million registered users in two months. 10 million in a year and ultimately 800 million as of September 2020. In April 2012, Facebook acquired the service for approximately $1 billion in cash and stocks. As of October 2015, over 40 billion photos have been uploaded to the service. Although prized by influence, Instagram has been the subject of criticism, most notably for the policy and interference changes, allegations of censorship and illegal or improper content uploaded by you by users. So what they're basically talking about there is the fact that Instagram has had to be done a few times because because the service is free and you can upload almost anything video and picture wise people um, were taking images they found online and claiming them to be their own <coughs> which infringes copyright now because you couldn't copyright every, like because there were so many users on the site and you couldn't uh, uh, do a copyright claim on every single user the easiest way for people to do it these days is to copyright claim the the company and then the company then copyright claims the person now the difference like for example on YouTube they've got an automatic bot that will search content and look for copyrighted material such as sound and video now instagram on the other hand doesn't have this feature and because of the way they're set up i don't think they'd be able to implement something like this so they they do come under fire quite a bit now in instagram facebook have both tried to own up to this and do their best to Copyright strike accounts, block accounts, delete accounts, uh, warn accounts, stop from spam, all this jazz. But being Instagram and Facebook, it's never really worked as well as you'd hoped. Now, there is something that Instagram has started doing. Well, Instagram users have started doing. Um, you can upload somebody else's photo to your page as long as you um, quote the username in the description of the or link to the username and account in the description or on the picture or video of said person's work that allows them to be able to see that someone else has used your photo and has sort of said I like this work but it's not by me go and check out said photographer's work now in I've had this happen to me a few times because people like my work and 
I, I've, I've never had a problem with it. But what that allows you to do is say to, um, say to the person, I'm sorry, I don't like you using my content. Could you please take it down? In most cases, people will. But what Instagram have implemented is a content copyright section. It's not called that exactly, but I can't think off the top of my head what it's exactly called without looking. Um, and because I'm recording this on my mobile phone, that would be difficult. Um, and yeah, so you can you can say to Facebook, I took this photo, I took this video, please could you take this down? Or I'm in this picture, I'm in this video, I do not like my my face or or this content being online could you please take it down now like anything that goes online once it's online it's always online but the difference being is the fact that it won't be on that site on one of the world's most popular photography slash video sites um which which i think is is a good way of filtering out because although facebook couldn't add a automated bot to the uh, to the website slash app. Um, well, it's mainly an app. That's why they probably couldn't do it because the website's not as as sophisticated as the app. But because of all of this, it it does put them under fire. But they have made provisions to try and prevent people's copyright or or personality or or, or um, appearance coming on to Instagram where they do and do not want it to be. <clears throat> now, that being said, <clears throat> I said at the beginning of this that we were going to talk about how Instagram changed photography. Now, that was a little bit of a ploy to get you to listen to this episode. What we're actually going to go into in the next segment is how I think Instagram changed the world of photography. Now, Instagram has been around for many years now and become one of the most popular photography, and I like to call it a tool because it's a place where you as a photographer for myself that likes to try and do it professionally and as a hobby and likes to show off his work to a world of photo loving people now as I said to you at the beginning and in the last section this podcast or this episode of the podcast is about how Instagram changed photography. Now, it's not how Instagram changed photography. It's what I think Instagram did to change photography. Now, Instagram is a... First of all, Instagram is a social network for sharing videos, pictures and stories originally it started off as a picture sharing website now this is uh, as a um, social media app sorry not a website Um, and 
this is what I want to, to talk about mainly. As the... Uh, when Instagram first came out, they had the unique idea of going back to a one-by-one one aspect ratio of your photo. Now, this look changed the way that people shared images online and edited their images because you could see the full-grown image maybe on their website or on their Flickr account, their 500px, their IAM, their 2020 and the, the picture would look amazing but then what it allowed us to do is look deeper into the photo because it it made you think okay I now have to take a one by one ratio out of this photo so what part of the photo looks the best which part of the photo do I need to extract and maybe edit further or or so it made us it made us think it made us look at a picture in a more deeper and broader way to the way we would look at a picture maybe when digital photography or even when film photography first came out now <clears throat> what <clears throat> what instagram has also done is it has shaped the way photographers now take photos because of the pure fact that in a bit you show your photo someone can look at it someone can get an idea a style instagram has some accounts that have particular styles and only upload that particular style one of the main styles i've noticed for great photography is the white photography and what i mean by this is people taking pictures <clears throat> of elements being in a white room or the object being pure white there are also ones where you can get pure yellow pure red but the best two i've found is pure white and pure yellow seem to work perfectly in the one by one aspect ratio that twitter twitter that instagram <coughs> excuse me you <coughs> used to have and still has now with the filters now the filters coming along made people think now i'm not including lightroom or photoshop in this which had filters anyway because you could create your own filter and save it as a preset I'm talking about the unique filters that Instagram had. Now I say had because people have now since found ways of manipulating it and selling it on to, to light, for Lightroom users and, and Photoshop users. <clears throat> but with these filters <clears throat> and frames, let's not forget the frames, it allowed us to make another type of photo it allowed us to go, in a sense, back to film photography in a digital world. Because their filters and their <clears throat> frames looked almost old-fashioned, but in a digital sense.
And by this, <clears throat> excuse me, and by this, Instagram made photographers think in a completely different mindset. Some photographers became new aged. They became the type of photographers that would look deeper into the, uh, use Lightroom and look deeper into the photo and export their photo in a one by one aspect ratio of the file image size that Instagram allowed at the time. Now over the years it's changed quite a bit, this is why I say at the time. And it made you, and by looking at a particular part of your photo, it made you think, okay, what happens if I'd have just taken this or made the whole photo look like this? And this could happen and that could happen. And what happens if I, if I did this and made it look like this and made the whole photo look like this? And this is something that I've got my mind into doing now. In the very first episode, well, it wasn't an episode, it was a coming soon, letting you know what this podcast is going to be about. Um, it, I explained that I'd been doing photography for 10 years. Now, I've been doing it professionally, on and off, for almost three to four years. As a hobby, I've been doing it for 10 years. And in the last, I'd say, year to two years, I've been using Instagram a lot more than I had been doing previously. Now, with, with this in mind, the reason why I'm telling you this is because I'm telling you uh, through my mindset of how it made me think and made me change my photography and how maybe it helped everybody else change their photography. Now I say maybe helped because it may not be exactly the same way that you think in that mindset. Now what happened was I was looking through Instagram, looking at filters, looking at things and I was noticing that people were uploading me, my Instagram is different pictures that I've taken throughout the years. Some other people's Instagrams are one style. Now, this made me think, what if I could take different types of photos, animals, landscapes, architecture, portraits, so on and so forth, but in my style. Now, over the over the last year, year and a half to two years, I've started doing that. My style has become my style, finally. For the last 10 years, I've not been very happy with my photography. I always thought it was okay. It wasn't the best, it was just okay. My mind has now switched and I've gone to, ah, this is better. This is an improvement. It's not the best in the world because I'm not a show off and I wouldn't say that I am the best in the world, but it's the best for me finally. And if you, and this is how Instagram has made photographers think about their work and how, and how they can improve and change. 
So Instagram in a whole, if we hadn't got Instagram, I don't think that photography and videography would be as, as be as popular as it is today. And I don't think that we would have some of the amazing modern day photographers that we do. Because you, I'm going to give you some examples now. You can look up and I will try and put as much as this in the podcast description as I can. You can look up uh, Peter McKinnon, uh, The Art of Photography, uh, Joe Allen, uh, Thomas Heaton, just to name four or to name a few. There are there are a few more examples I could give, but off the top of my head, these are the ones that I can think of right now. But if you look at their work, they seem to be shooting for the modern photographer. Joe Allen, a landscape photographer that likes uh, that seems to be shooting old style new age photos. The art of photography, a little bit older than most of the other photographers that I've been talking about. He was an art gallery um, assistant. And I think, if memory serves me right, but don't quote me on this, he was also a teacher. Now, with these being in, in mind, he is a gallery shooting modern age photographer. Peter McKinnon. Now the now the you might not look at these and think exactly the same thing, by the way, and they may not say this themselves, but this is just how I see their work. Peter McKinnon is a hipster style photographer slash videographer for Instagram. And if you look at all those types of works. They are the people that are changing the mindset of photography through Instagram. And if it wasn't for Instagram, we might not have them. We might not have the modern age photography. We might not have some of the great photographers we have today. Now, that all being said, this is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed and I shall see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye for now. This episode of Be It Me Not You, the photography podcast, has been made in part with Anchor.fm, the easiest way to create a podcast. With Anchor.fm, you are able to create a podcast from the palm of your hand using their iOS and Android mobile applications with the app you're also able to leave your favorite podcasters a message so please do leave your message for this podcast to be played in future episodes i've been michael john burgess you've been listening to the be it me not you photography podcast and thanks for listening